The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Change is the one constant in life. It is inevitable and it will happen to all of us at one time or another. Whether we like it or not, people and circumstances will change. We will get sick, loved ones will die, jobs will be lost, couples will grow apart, and children will move out. And when that happens, we are scared and sometimes lost. But here is the good news. Each one of us can write the next chapter of our life. No matter what we face, with the right mindset and unwavering tenacity, we can raise the curtain to a second act. I'm Joan Herman, and through my Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life brand and Second Acts, it is my mission to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation to write the next part of your story, and what a story it will be. Welcome to Second Acts. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for joining us. In 2003, two days before Christmas, and at 26 years old, today's guest Chris Fork was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer. He had surgery to remove a golf-sized ball tumor and a third of his colon. But after surgery, instead of traditional chemotherapy, Chris decided to radically change his diet and lifestyle in order to promote health and healing. Chris is the author of Chris Beat Cancer and the new book, Beat Cancer Kitchen. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. So Chris, it is really a pleasure to have you here because in 2003, when you were 26 years old, you heard the words that we all dread hearing, and those words were, you have cancer. What was going through your mind when you received that diagnosis? Well, you know, like any cancer patient, it was a huge shock. I didn't expect it at all. I'd been having abdominal pain, and I thought maybe it was an ulcer, but after a series of tests and a colonoscopy, they found a golf ball-sized tumor. In my colon, they sent it to the lab and uh, called me with the results and said, you have colon cancer. What treatment did they recommend? At that time, they didn't know what stage it was, and they, they were thinking it was stage two. Mm-hmm. And what they said to me was, we got to get you into surgery right away. we got to get this thing out of you before it spreads and kills you. And so immediately, there was all this fear surrounding my diagnosis and in my life. And... This is what happens to most cancer patients. As soon as they get a diagnosis, they're uh, rushed into treatment that they don't understand out of fear. And so I was a very typical cancer patient at that time. And I was like, okay, whatever you say, like, I guess I got to have surgery, you know? And, uh, and so they wanted to get me into surgery like within a day or two. I mean, that's how fast the cancer train moves. And so it's a bit of a whirlwind after being diagnosed. So I was able to postpone the surgery because it was two days before Christmas when I was finally diagnosed. And I didn't want to be in the hospital on Christmas because that's like extra depressing. Mm-hmm. So uh, we postponed it about a week to December 30th. And uh, I went in, they took out a third of my large intestine, which is where the tumor was located. And then uh, in the middle of surgery, they realized it had spread to the surrounding lymph nodes. So they took out a bunch of lymph nodes as well, and that restaged me to stage 3C. And after surgery, I made a decision not to do chemotherapy. Radiation was not offered. And uh, instead, I decided to radically change my life. And I changed my diet, my lifestyle, uh, my attitude, my mindset, everything. I decided to do everything in my power to help my body heal. Uh, and that made more sense to me than going down a, what I perceived to be a 
path of destruction. Uh, I, I knew that chemotherapy drugs were highly toxic and I knew I was very vulnerable and uh, instinctively I did not think I would survive uh, a treatment that was that brutal based on my physical state at the time. And then I discovered information about healing holistically and I got really excited because it made a lot of sense to me that the body creates cancer and the body can heal it if given the proper nutrients and care. And so that was incredibly empowering uh, information for me. And I also realized that the way I was living was killing me. <laughs> right. Which, well, tell us more uh, about that, Chris. How were you living? What was your diet like, your lifestyle? Well, I was eating the standard American diet, which is also known as the Western diet. And that's a diet that's really high in processed food, junk food, fast food, meat and dairy, as well as sugar, salt, and oils. And, um, you know, we know from studies from around the world, they've studied the diets of every living population of humans on earth. And we know that the parts of the world where people are not eating this way, they have much lower rates of chronic disease, like heart disease, cancer, diabetes. They have longer lifespans and just generally better quality of life. And uh, so diet is just a huge part of health. I think everybody knows that, but there's just a lot of confusion on what a healthy diet is because so many marketers are telling us their food is healthy when it really isn't. I can only imagine what your oncologist and your doctors were thinking when you told them that you were going to change your lifestyle and diet and forego chemo. What was their advice to you? What did they say? Well, the uh, first oncologist I saw told me, if you don't do chemotherapy, you're insane. And he tried to bully me into treatment. Uh, the, the meeting did not go well. And, and he, he almost did. I mean, he, he used fear. Right? Fear is the most powerful uh, method of coercion. And cancer patients are almost always rushed into treatments that they do not understand uh, out of fear. And they don't understand the risks. They don't understand the potential benefits, the side effects. They don't even, the doctors don't even tell them that the treatment's going to cure them. So I actually created a free download on my website, chrisbeatcancer.com. It's called 20 Questions for Your Oncologist. It's on every page of my website. It's a free download. And that helps patients uh, understand and ask the right questions so that they get the whole story and they can make an informed decision about their treatment. And you'd be shocked and how little uh, patients are told about treatment. So that's part of what I do now as a patient advocate is just help patients ask the right questions so they can make the best decision and then empower them with information, evidence-based diet and lifestyle information that they can use to help themselves survive and thrive because your daily choices are going to lead you down one of two paths, either down a path of health or a path of disease, And, and neither one happens overnight. Well, and you know, we're talking about your journey with cancer, but we've all been through a pretty challenging year and a half at this point. And a lot of people are concerned about their immune system and trying to stay healthy. So the things that you recommend for fighting off cancer and healing from cancer, are they the same type of recommendations for general immune system support? Yes, 100%. And I'm so glad you brought this up because your immune system is the key to disease prevention. It's the key to disease healing. And if you don't have a strong immune system, you will be vulnerable 
to infectious disease like the one everybody's worried about Mm -hmm. and multiple chronic diseases, cancer being the scariest. And so it really, the holistic approach to health is really about empowering your body with all of the raw materials that it needs, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, antioxidants, and all these wonderful phytonutrients in food, especially fruits and vegetables, that strengthen your immune system, that improve detoxification, that nourish your cells and support repair, regeneration, and healing. So yes, it, is, it really is the same approach. Uh, and th- that's good news, right? Because right. If, you really, if you really get serious about a hardcore, healthy lifestyle, you will reap multiple benefits. You're not just preventing one type of cancer, right? You are actually helping yourself prevent and basically reduce your risk of getting cancer, heart disease, diabetes, MS, autoimmune disease. There's a very long list of diseases that are known as chronic Western diseases caused by our diet and lifestyle. And you're right, Chris, it is very good news because we have all felt so powerless for such a long time. But what you're saying is we really have tremendous power if we take the time to feed ourselves what it is that our body needs. That's correct. And, you know, there's that very, their very old quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Well, we all have power and we all have responsibility. And each, one, each person has the power to choose what they put in their mouth every day, to choose how to think, right? To choose positivity over negativity, to choose to forgive the people that have hurt them, right? To choose not to be bitter and angry, to choose to not be judgmental and critical. We all have the power to choose our thoughts and our actions every day. And when you realize that, you also can't help but understand that your choices create your life. So many of the problems we have in life are the result of our own choices. It's easy to blame other people for your problems. And sometimes it really is someone else's fault. But uh, what I like to say is everything in life happens for a reason. And most of the time, the reason is you. This is not me blaming right anyone, but this is a powerful personal responsibility because then you realize, wait a second, if I, if I contributed to my problem, right, to my chronic disease, then I can contribute to my health. I can contribute to the solution. I can help myself. I'm not a powerless victim of disease. And so then it becomes, okay, the next step is I need to figure out what is contributing to my problem, to my disease. What factors in my life are promoting disease? And once you identify those things, then you can take steps to remove them from your life and replace them with health promoters. Absolutely, because, again, with what we've gone through, we hear very little about the things that you're talking about, eating well and exercising and sleep and having positive thoughts and just, you know, not stressing out over everything. That is where health starts. It's not an easy fix. It's not a pill. It's not this. It's those things can be helpful when needed, but we can control our own health. And I think that's such, such an important message, Chris. It's huge. And, and, it, and really, it's the difference between powerless and powerful, right? That's the difference is in, in this message. And so, for example, when, when all this stuff about COVID started, you know, coming out in the media and the news, I, I, I was concerned for maybe a couple of weeks, and then I wasn't anymore. 
because once I saw enough information about the known risk factors, right? The, who, who are the people that were dying, right? Very early on in Spain and Italy, who, who was this affecting most? And it was people who were very old or, or in extremely poor health with three or more chronic diseases and chronic diseases being heart disease, obesity, diabetes, right? And so when that data came out very early, I realized, okay, this is something that people who want to prevent it need to take steps to empower their body and their immune system. And we can do that with nutrition and exercise and stress reduction. It's the same approach that we have helping people heal cancer. So, you know, again, tying these two things together, something that a lot of folks don't know is, well, we all know this cigarettes are the number one cause of cancer. I think everybody has heard that, but the number two cause of cancer is obesity. And guess what? Obesity is also one of the highest risk factors for COVID-19, not just COVID-19, for all sorts of viral infections. And what do those two things have in common? Well, when you're, when you're overweight or obese, your immune system is suppressed. That excess body fat actually produces molecules that are inflammatory and immunosuppressant. And there was a study that came out that really, really fascinating study just a few years ago where researchers found that in an obese environment, the actual immune cells themselves were obese. Immune cells were absorbing excess fatty acids that were, you know, circulating in a, in a person's bloodstream, and it was making the immune cells slow and sluggish. And that's not what you want, right? You want immune cells that are young and healthy and vibrant and fast to act, right? Uh, and those are your soldiers, right? You want soldiers that are spry and quick and strong and healthy. And so that, that same environment of immunosuppression in a person who's overweight or obese, it sets them up. It makes them vulnerable to infectious and chronic disease. But guess what? This is a solvable problem, right? We can help people lose weight. We can help people get to an ideal body weight just by changing their diet and adding even the simplest 20 to 30 minutes a day of walking into their life. So this is good news, right? This is, these are things that anyone can do. And so when I was, uh, you know, the, the radical change that I made in order to help my body heal cancer was I adopted a plant-based diet. And for the first 90 days, it was a hundred percent raw. So it was all raw fruits and vegetables. And uh, that is a hardcore radical diet. And I'm telling you, when you, go from eating the standard, you know, fast food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, lots of meat and dairy, that kind of a diet. When you go from that to eating only fruits and vegetables every day, uh, really dramatic things happen in your body. Uh, wonderful changes happen in your body. Weight loss, more energy, mental clarity, uh, better sleep, uh, your skin clears up. I mean, all kinds of wonderful things like phlegm. If you have lots of phlegm problems, that dries up, you know. So uh, it doesn't take long to, to see these changes start happening. Uh, it really, uh, in about a week, you start to notice and feel differently. Um, and so, again, not everybody has to go and become a raw foodist. But we know from studies around the world, and I talk about this in my first book, Crispy Cancer, uh, and I've got a brand new cookbook called Beat Cancer Kitchen. It's all plant-based. And so 
what we know is that when you look around the world, the people with the longest lifespans and the lowest rates of chronic disease eat plant-based diets. They mostly plants. They're not pure vegan, but they're eating mostly plant food, very little animal food. It's about 95% plant-based on average. And what that means in real life is that they might eat a piece of meat or fish a few times a week, two or three times a week. In some cases, two to three times a month. And the rest of the time, they're just eating lots of vegetables, starches, right? Rice, beans, potatoes, corn, all the leafy green vegetables, fresh fruit. Uh, you know, there's, there's thousands of <laughs> edible plants, right? Fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, herbs, all, there's so much out there for us to consume. And, and most of us consume very little, right? We have a slice of tomato on a burger, right? We have fried, French fried potatoes, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and uh, very little else in, from the plant kingdom. But, uh, but anyway, that is a simple thing that a person who really wants to change their life and their health can do is start eating more plant-based. Okay, she talked about what happens when a person is obese, what happens metabolically in the body. What about our children? We have children today that are heavier than they've ever been before. How do we turn this around? Well, that is of great concern, right? Because uh, children who are overweight or obese are at very high risk of childhood diabetes, for example. And all kinds of childhood disease and even cancer at a young age. So the battle is against the, the processed food and fast food industry. And we, we, we have this um, paradox because in the U.S., we're a very rich country. We're not an impoverished nation. And so because our country has so much wealth, there's food everywhere, right? There's fast food everywhere. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy to find food. And as a result of that, food abundance, the quality of our food has obviously gone down because it's, it's highly processed and manufactured, and it's easy and quick and convenient. And so that convenience factor is what has led so many of us to be consuming unhealthy food, even though it tastes good, right? It's just like, oh, I'm hungry. What's the quickest, quickest place to get lunch, right? Mm -hmm. And parents, again, are buying snack food and junk food and fast food for their kids. So really, the only way to, to change this trend is through education, you know, and it's, it is hard to get people to change when they don't see that they have a problem. They don't realize they have a problem. Uh, it's easier to change when, you know, you have a diagnosis and you're like, uh oh, what can I do to help myself? But that's a long answer. But, you know, again, the solution is to go back to eating a whole food diet. You know, if we can if we can convince people, we can't force them. But if we can convince them that eating fruits and vegetables and whole foods and just taking the time to, to prepare their meals at home and not eating on the run and eating on the go and eating all this fast food and restaurant food all the time, that will change it. I mean, that will, that will shift this, this childhood obesity, obesity epidemic. It will, the trend will start to reverse if we can convince the population how terrible this food is. But mm -hmm. that's, that's a challenge. The three words that we dread hearing the most are, you have cancer. What would you say to people that are hearing those words right now to give them hope? Well, the first thing I would say is don't panic. Don't let anyone rush you into treatment out of fear. Because a fear-based decision is almost always the wrong decision. We've seen 
what panic and fear has done to the world, have we not, in a year and a half? Like the calamity and chaos around the world was because of panic and fear. And this, but the same, the same, uh, the same phenomenon has been going on in cancer treatment for years. That's why it was no surprise to me when I saw it was happening because patients are always rushed in out of fear. So don't panic. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't let anyone rush you into doing something you don't understand or you don't feel good about out of fear. Take the time to read and research, understand your diagnosis. You need to get multiple opinions. And, and, you know, I would hope, well, the, the thing that is hard to hear, but I said at the beginning of our interview is that, listen, you have to understand that the way you're living is killing you. And that might sound like I'm blaming you for being sick, but I'm not. What I'm telling you is that there are things you can do right now, every day to, that will dramatically impact your health. And if you are willing to change your life, if you're willing to change your life, then you can dramatically increase your odds of survival. And healing really happens at home, right? Healing doesn't happen at the clinic. Treatments happen at the clinic or the hospital. Healing happens at home in between those treatments. And so what you're doing at home, the food you're putting in your mouth, exercising, uh, eliminating toxic stuff from your life, forgiving people who've hurt you and reducing your stress, all these things add up to be incredibly powerful and beneficial toward health, toward survival. And so that's my message. It's one of hope and encouragement and empowerment. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. If our listeners would like to know more about Chris and his work, you can visit chrisbeatcancer.com. Chris, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guest and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, subscribe to our mailing list, check out our articles, magazine, book club, and be sure to follow us on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.